How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. Of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. And as always, you know it. I said it. I'm excited, filled with joy and in enthusiasm to bring you yet another podcast. That's right. Happy Friday. That's right. I'm feeling good today as always. And as I said, happy Friday. I think take a second right now just to laugh right now. Let's laugh. Okay, there you have it, some sounds of joy, clapping, laughter. That's what I'm talking about. Happy Friday. And yes, indeed, it's been a minute since I dropped my last podcast. And so, from the words of the one and only Michael Jackson, can it be that I stayed away too long? Did I leave your mind while I was gone? Ah, yes, you know, I'm not much of a singer, but I just felt like I had to get that out. And so I want to thank you once again, my friend, for tuning in. And yet I have another special podcast for you today. And after you listen, please tell a friend, tell a foe, heck, tell anybody you know to download Station B&B. B&B. Hey, what was that? What was that right there? Let me try that again. Tell a friend, tell a foe, tell everybody you know to download Station B-O-B, the podcast, where we provide content to make good people better, sad people glad, and sometimes we might even make you mad. But that is not our goal. Of course, our goal is to lift you up, to empower you, enable you, and entertain you as well. So let's get the show started today. Our topic for today is... Jealousy, envy, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. Say it again. Jealousy, envy, 
What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. And yes, when I talk about jealousy, I'm talking about that jealousy as in feeling insecure and not trusting your mate or anybody who comes near he or she. And so it's important, I think, to talk about jealousy because there's so much of it going around. And I'm, and as I said, I'm not talking about that kind of jealousy where, you know, your your new your friend or your brother or somebody gets a new car and you 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 know you're feeling envious of that. That's not that's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about jealousy as an individual, as a person, or as people. So so let's get right down on it. So what are some of the traits of a jealous person? Envious, resentful, grudging, begrudging, bitter, malicious, spiteful, green with envy, or sometimes they call it green-eyed, like you're, you you got green eyes. Yeah, that's right. You have green eyes, meaning that you're jealousy. So the, that you're jealous. Did you hear that? It sounds to me from the from those adjectives, those descriptions of jealousy, that jealousy is not a good thing. Not one positive word stems from the meaning of the word jealousy. So being a jealous and insecure person in a relationship sort of has like a, a double negative whammy you know, like a double-edged sword, except it works in a negative fashion in two different ways. First, you can cause yourself so much stress and de- and distress worrying about who was talking to your girlfriend or who was talking to your boyfriend or your husband or whoever that significant other might be or you know, who was that whose picture popped up on your girlfriend's phone, on your boyfriend or husband, on on your your mate, your significant other? You know, who who whose picture was that of that person who popped up on his phone, on her phone? Or what about this? Why does he or she keep looking at you? You know, that, that right there is a sad state of affairs for you as the as the jealous person, the, the jealous individual. And I don't say that to say that anybody who is walking around with traits of jealousy is a bad person. That's, that's not what we're talking about at all, okay? So, as I was saying, it's a sad state of affair for you, the jealous person. And and then to exacerbate the situation, you as the jealous person, now bring that negative and stressful energy to your mate, which then causes them much aggravation. Sometimes as jealous people don't even realize that the other person really does love you. They just want you to stop being so jealous. They love you and you need to know that they love you. And then once you know and feel that, or if you would act like you know and felt that, you could release or decrease the aggravation that your jealousy may cause them. 
the misunderstanding and the confusion and just wondering why you are acting like this when they would hope that you already know that they are all in with you. But since that is not enough for you as a jealous person to feel that, to understand that, then you persist with your jealous behavior. And sometimes it's it has an overbearing type of tendency, which leads, you know, to drive other people. You might drive the other person away from you as opposed to continue to attract them to you. It can make a, a, another person very, very uncomfortable. Jealousy can cause a, a double-edged sword of bad energy and experiences for two people in a relationship. And sometimes only for you as the jealous person. You know, that brings to, to light a story you know, I would like to share with you about probably the the first and the only jealous kind of, I don't know if it was jealousy or just feeling a tad bit insecure. I want to share, share that story with you because it really helped turn me around in terms of, of that feeling of insecure, feeling of uh, being jealous and and how good it did not make me feel. So we're going to talk about that on the other side of the promo, and um, I think you'll find this pretty interesting. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. All right, welcome back. And as I was saying before I let the promo in, is that I wanted to share with you a little story about my first real encounter with feeling, you know, insecure. I believe that's what, I don't know if it was necessarily jealousy, but usually when you're insecure, then the next stage up is the feeling of jealousy. So let me share my story with you and, and, and how I dealt with that. I, I just, it was an amazing kind of, um, you know, introspective on myself where I had to take a look inside to make sure that I eradicated that feeling of insecurity. So let me let me hit you with this. So as I said, this was 
I believe my first and only experience as 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 an insecure or jealous man. I think it was more feeling more insecure than jealous. But let me just let you, you know, figure this out. Let me see what you think. And so I was about 20 years old at the time. And I was dating this uh, at the time. She was an attractive young lady, at least I thought so. And prior to her, for me with, 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 all of the girls that I dated up to that point, I mean, it wasn't like it was a whole bunch of them, but it was, you know, it was what I was supposed to be doing at that time. And so it's with my girlfriends prior to the young lady that I'm talking about here, it seemed like it was always about me. Like in other words, my girlfriends, they were magnetized to me and by me. And so now, you know, I'm in a, 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 I'm getting older, you know, now I'm 20, 21 or whatever. And then, you know, the landscape is changing in terms of the behavior and the quality of some of these young ladies, okay? And so her and I, we were, this is the new girlfriend. We were headed to a, a party, you know, uptown in Harlem. And, of course, we're feeling good, looking good. I'm excited about it and everything. And so on the way to the party... My girl says to me, you know, when we get to this party, you know, I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm like, I'm looking at her like, do your own thing. Like what, what does that even mean that you, you and I are going to a party together and that you are going to do your own thing. I was like, what? I didn't say that, but I certainly was feeling that like, what the hell is she talking about? Okay. And so, as I said, I didn't even know what that meant. You know, that you were going. She was going to do her own thing. Hmm. Those. That's the kind of thing that makes you say. Hmm. So, you know, in the past, my girlfriends would not even let me out of their sight. So now this this one tells me that she is going to do her own thing. I'm like, that's one of those things that make you say, whoa, that's a like, that's a like, whoa. So now let's fast forward to the party. We there, we get there. And so from what I can recall, once we got there, I really do not even remember seeing her. I don't even know if I danced with her that night. I really, I don't remember. But I don't remember seeing her at all until the party was over. So when it was time for us to leave together, but B-U-T, what I do remember is that when we arrived at the party, since I can't tell you when she disappeared, um, I remember that I went and sat down somewhere in a chair, somewhere, I don't know, in the corner. Some, I don't even remember where I sat, but I did go sit down somewhere. That I, That's for sure. And so I was feeling pretty, you know, low, and I was feeling like a certain way. And I was wondering for a minute there, what was she, you know, what was she doing while she was doing her thing? And so... You know, that feeling may have lasted, I don't know, maybe for all of 
15 or 20 minutes. You know, that's that's what I remember. And so as I sat down sulking about the disappearance of my girlfriend as she was doing her thing, suddenly, just suddenly, I started realizing the power that I had. And I was, you know, I started re- we thinking about the fact that I was always a well-dressed, yeah, I was a pretty well-dressed cat back in the day. That was the thing in Harlem, especially in my high school. It was about dressing nice. And that's what we did. We spent money on our clothes, and we dressed up. We dressed nice. I was a pretty swab dude back then. That's what we called it. We didn't call it swagger. But if you want to bring it up to the current day and age, I had a lot of swag with my style of dress. And so I, I really, I started remembering that I never really had a problem getting any girl that I liked. And so I started to realize, you know, my strengths. It was almost like I was like, Papa, I ate a can of spinach. And I suddenly got strong. started realizing all the strengths and good memories that I have about myself and my experience with the ladies. And so... Then I said, look at you. You're giving your power away to this to this girl. Your girlfriend, your your alleged girlfriend who came with you to the party. You paid for her to get in the party. And then she tells you that she's going to be doing her own thing. Whoa. So... You know, here I am giving her my power, worrying about her, you know, who she might be talking to, and all those type of negative things. And then suddenly, the light bulb in my head lit up like ping. And I said to myself, boy, it ain't nothing wrong with you. You need to get out there and do what you know how to do. Because... You know the bottom line is is and we sh- and you need to understand that we should understand is that you cannot stop anybody from doing what they're going to do. If a if a person is going to cheat on you, you could be standing right there and they might cheat when you while you blinking your eyes and you won't even see it. So so I think that's so important to understand that and you need to we need to act like we know that you cannot stop anybody from doing what they want to do because you can try to stop them. But, boy, when they go to the bathroom, you don't know what could be happening in that bathroom, and you shouldn't even be wondering or thinking about that. So as I was saying, I came to the realization, you know, I had to wake myself up that there was there's nothing wrong with me. Get out there and do what you came here to do. I like the party. And so, as I said, I can't stop anybody. Or you, believe me, you cannot stop anybody from doing what they want to do. And and so I'm not going to worry about that. What, what am I worrying about? I'm not a loser like that. Well, I have to tell you, that was the first and last jealous or insecure moment I have had in life as it relates to, you know, and I'm not trying to come off, you know, high and mighty and all that. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just sincerely saying that 
I was able to eradicate that feeling by realizing my own power, my own goodness and well-being and self-image and self-love. Because for that few minutes, it was somewhat stressful for me. And I was totally, totally out of my comfort zone. So I took back the power of my life in that moment, at that time, at that party, that I foolishly gave away to my girlfriend who told me that she was going well, she was going to do her thing. Imagine that. And so I have been feeling good, real good about myself ever since. And that was I have to tell you, that was a long time ago. So the moral of the story is, is to keep the focus on you. Do not give away your power being jealous, feeling insecure, or less than another person, your girlfriend, your spouse, whoever, you know, that significant other. No, no, don't do that to yourself. You see, if a person wants to cheat on you, male or female, they they will cheat. You can bet on that. And I'm not saying that everybody's a cheater. I'm saying that if they want to cheat and you're trying to prevent them from not cheating by overbearing, double-checking, playing them real close, none of that stuff will work. If a person wants to cheat on you, they will find a way. And and just to that point, I'm going to share a little cute story with you, another story uh, with you about that. See, my current wife, who I love, however, so much, I just, that's my, my best friend in life, for sure. So when we first met, we were both married, but we were in bad marriages with abusive individuals. And so, you know, we got together from time to time, but when we saw each other, it was usually during the work, you know, during work or after work. And I was already out of the house before I um, divorced my first wife. I had my own place. And so, you know, as I said, you know, my... My at that time, my girlfriend and I, we would hook up, you know, occasionally during the during the work week. And so, um, but I understood that the work week was the time, and so I had no hope or expectations that I would hear from hear from her on on the weekends because she was married, right? But nope, I remember, you know, being at my crib. Saturday morning, I don't know, 9, 30, 10 a.m., and the phone would ring. And I'm like, who's this? Who could this be? And lo and behold, it would be my girl. And I would ask her, like, how are you able to call me at this time? You married. You know, you, you and she married and her husband's in the same house with her. And she would say, we're out to breakfast. So this is how she would say, we're out to breakfast. She'd be on the real, you know, whispering. We're, we're out to breakfast. And I went to the bathroom so I could call you. And I'm like, wow, wow. She got away for a few minutes, seconds, or whatever the case might be. And went to the bathroom to call me. And so my point here, which is quite obvious, 
is that her husband was playing her pretty close at the time. Yeah, he was, too. He was playing her pretty close. But she found a way to get to me. And so the moral of this story is that being jealous, overprotective, overbearing of your mate is an exercise in futility. If a person wants to cheat on you, they will find a way. And you could follow them all around the world, back and forth, up and down. And somewhere, some way along the way, they will have cheated on you several times. So the best way to know if your mate is for you, matter of fact, I'll talk to you about the best way for you to know or to really know, you know the answer to this, but I'm going to talk to you about that on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back. Boy, the lady doing that commercial, she has such a lovely, soft, and sexy sensuous voice to find out who that is and see if she'll do another commercial for me. All right. Welcome back. And so, as I said before the promo, before we let the promo in, I said the best way, but I don't want to speak in such absolute terms. I'm going to say, you know, a, a good way, a, a real good way, very good way to, to find out if your mate is really for you. Because as I was saying, that following them all over the place, at, at the party, all over the world, wherever, that's not going to hold them down if they want to step out. Trust me on that. So uh, uh, I would strongly recommend, you know, this is if you want to find out if your mate is really for you is to not follow them around, to not hold on to them real tight, but B-U-T to the contrary. You have to let them do what they do. To see if these individuals, if that person, if these people, if if you if you want to really know who they are or where they are with you, if they really want you or want to be with you, then 
you have to understand that you have to give them some room. Yep. Give them the room to breathe and choose. That's how it goes. By not sweating them, not pushing up on them, not playing them close. Because if they are for you, they'll come back to you. at Not at the end of the party. They'll come back to you because it's okay if your girl or guy dances with somebody else and you don't get all uptight and start perspiring and stressing out over that. Because if they are for you, they will come back after the record, after the song, after the death. They will come back to you at the party, not at the end of the party, like my girlfriend did to me who was doing her thing. But when when I did finally see her, I was doing my thing. You're doggone right. I was doing my thing too. Uh-huh. Okay. So... As I was saying, they will come back after they're doing their so-called thing, which in many cases, check this out. In many cases, when when the other person is doing their thing, in many cases, they are really doing nothing. And sometimes people need their own space. And the room to, to to breathe, to decide, to choose, to learn, to realize, and to understand that it is really you that they want. So, give them the space to figure it out. Because if a person wants you, they want you. And so, give them the room to find out. This is a fact Give the other person the room they need in order to find out if you are the one for them. Because if you push up too close, if you push up too hard, you will get the opposite reaction. And then they may not come back to you. So if you really want to know if he or she wants to be with you, then let them do their thing. So you can find out in the end if you are the thing they want to do. And if not, then the bottom line is they were really not for you. And that's what you need to know. That is what you really need to know. You got to let them go so you can know if they are the one for you. Because if a person wants you, then they want you. And if they don't want you, then they won't want you. That's just the way it is. So keep the focus on you. Keep the focus on you. Know your power from within and make it sharp by improving your self-esteem to enhance your self-worth. And when your mate tells you, when you get to the party, hey, I'm going to do my thing, well, That's a signal for you to do your thing, to see if he or she is really for you. And that's all I have to say on that subject. And, of course, I hope that was helpful, insightful, and beneficial for you. And with that said, I'm going to leave it right there. Jealousy and envy, what is it good for? Absolutely Nothing.
So I want to thank you once again, my friend, for running with me, driving with me, listening to me, just spending your precious time with me. And I've enjoyed it, and hopefully you've enjoyed it too. On that note, I'm going to say peace in the Middle East and in Ukraine too. You know, we've had so much gun violence over the past. Remember when when they were, Ukraine was on the news every day. The war in Ukraine was on the the news every day, but now the war with gun violence is is dominating the news. Put down the guns. We need a little love in this world. Keep listening to Station B.O.B. because that's what I would really like to do, help you understand the importance of learning how to feel good, learning how to think more and feel less Learn how to speak to your feelings. That's my final message of today. Until the next time we meet, remember, love is an action, not a word, and it's not supposed to hurt. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.